This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Rita Liu. It's Raise Your Game. Shield Singham from Human Equation is back because it is the last Friday of the month. Happy Chinese New Year. Same to you, Frida. <laughs> uh, today we're going to do things a little differently and it's about transforming organisations by transforming people. I should also mention that she's here with a business partner and a training solutions consultant, Ramila Sridharan. And very interesting that you should bring this up about how organisations need to be transformed, but you've got to transform the people first. But we, we know that though. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do, but are we doing it? <laughs> um, I really don't know whether a lot of people do know that. Mm. Because usually the idea of organizational transformation, change, innovation, it's a concept. It's very conceptual, okay. right? And someone's got these ideas of how we want to do it, why we need to do it, and so on. Well, what they often leave out of the equation when, you know, they plan programs and projects with the end in mind Mm. is they often forget that the people need to be convinced. They need to, you know, get the buy in into this. And some of them might just not be prepared. Now, when you talk about transformation and change and all that, the first thing that many people think about is, oh, my God, is this going to drag me out of my comfort zone? Right? Mm. Um, what do I have to change? Do I have to acquire more skills? Is the fact that I've just killed so much going to show up if I'm asked to go and you know mm. perform other tasks and projects? So the first thing that many the, in the the first reaction many people have towards transformation and change is that uh, when you say that company wants to go in a new direction is fear. Okay. Okay. So we are we are all very entrenched in our comfort zone. So there's a lot of fear, hmm. and many companies when they talk about you know going in a new direction, they often focus on where we're going, going and, yeah. and the rara about why we're going and what's going to change, but very often they forget to tell people here to reassure people like here, lots of things are still going to remain the same. Mm. Right, your salary is going to remain the same, maybe a little better if we do better, right? And um, your job scope is going to be pretty much the same. We just want you to stretch a little bit so that together, when when everybody stretches a bit, so you can imagine the stretch factor for the organization itself is multiplied many times. Right, and yeah, and I guess like you know, it's, it's Chinese New Year. We're almost over right now, and everybody's been. I'm sure you've been talking to people. They say, oh, we'll do everything after Chinese New Year. Absolutely, yeah. It's well, like like Chinese New Year signifies the beginning of the year, and it does for many companies, yeah. you know. So um, they have been saying, "Come talk to us after Chinese New Year," because that's when they're beginning to plan their, um, you know, learning uh, solutions mm. and uh, training development programs, and also whatever transformational programs they want to do. Okay. And for us at Human Equation, we always, whenever people come to talk to us about, you know, new ways of strategic thinking and transformation. Our specialty goes lies in actually going and convincing the people that hey, this is going to be a good thing. Mm. That's where our tool we apply our tools for transformation in really changing the mindset and getting the people motivated, getting them out of the comfort zone and past the fear to be able to to, to want to you know, participate in this okay. entire pr- program. And I guess I'll just I'll just pose this to both of you. Isn't this also just uh, you know? training needs analysis they always say TNA you come 
come in and say, we need this, we need this. Isn't that just part of a training needs analysis anyway? Well, um, a training needs analysis, I mean, there's two ways of looking at mm. it. One is a very formal one where you do it at an organisational level and it involves a lot of work and, you know, that there's many people involved. So um, sometimes companies don't want to invest in the cost of doing an organisational training needs analysis. Mm. Although every, I would say every three years to five years, an organisation should do yeah. it because then you can embark on a plan. You know, um, in in my experience, Frida, this, you know, using your budget to do a one off training to plug a hole, Mm. a gap, uh, it's just a temporary measure. You know, what organizations need to start looking at is an approach which would take maybe like three to five years, a three to five year development plan that sort of is aligned and ties in with your plans for the organization, for transforming your organization. Yeah. And then you have the sort of informal training needs. Now, in my experience, I find out sometimes companies call me in and they want a particular program to solve a particular need. Let's say conflict resolution. Mm. So I want a conflict resolution program, <laughs> Sheila, right? So I go in there. And and I guess the uh, the advantage I, I bring to a situation like that is, you know, my journalistic experience where, mm. you know, as journalists, we learn to probe and yeah. probe and probe until we get the information we want. So I'll ask them a lot of questions. And then it will transpire that actually the program that need, they need might not be really so much of a conflict resolution, resolution as such because that is just like, you know, cementing mm. the, the crack, you know. Mm. So what we need to do is to, un, uh, to address the underlying crack. And usually it's about the way the team is reacting and operating. So then I go and find out what are the issues around the team. Sometimes you'll find there are silos, there are gangs going on, there's communication mm. issues and no, people do not have an uh, understanding of where the team is going and its contribution and all that. So what I would go and do is find out and then give an overall approach. And usually what will happen is at the end of it is that the program that we conduct will be more than just a conflict resolution, right? It will be just pulling the team together, giving them communication skills, skills and how to interact to to get the most out of each other Mm. and out of the team. And then it might just turn out to be uh, several uh, programs Mm. that will actually bring them together as a team. And usually when you do that, then there's no more conflict. So they really don't need a conflict resolution Mm. program. So there's there's so many ways of looking at what, you know, how to do a training needs analysis. All right. And then uh, right after this, we'll talk about uh, the the relationship, a real case scenario uh, of how you've actually helped organisations. I'm here with Sheila Singham from Human Equation together with Ramila Sridharan, Training Solutions Consultant. Stay tuned to Raise Your Game, BFM 89.9. Build fortunes modestly, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Raise Your Game, Frida Liu here, speaking to Sheila Singham from Human Equation and Ramila Sridharan, a training solutions consultant working together with Sheila. Our topic today is transforming organisations by firstly, transforming people. I know we were just discussing earlier how sometimes when people call consultants, training consultants to solve a issue. It is always something deeper underneath all that. Right? And I know that this is a, a partnership that you all have developed over the years and uh, Ramila was involved with the company previously and gotten you involved. Can you share a little bit about how that relationship started and what you got Sheila in for? Okay, uh, morning, uh, Frida. 
the, the usual bit, you know, yeah. um, I, I go into this organization and um, uh, they give me, uh, the director speak to me and they give me the whole set of needs that they think the employees need to move forward. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so I have this whole list with me and uh, I speak to the staff and I get another list from them. Mm. So the whole process of interviewing consultants and all went through. Yeah. Okay, then it comes uh, to me meeting uh, Sheila from Human Equation. Uh, that's where uh, Sheila came in with a very unique unique approach. Uh, mm. I think Sheila was just sharing that, yeah. you know, um, she probes and probes and probes and, you know, so <laughs> she asked the, the same question in many different ways to uh, get to the answer. Exactly. And uh, I was caught off guard many times and I was like, oh, I didn't think of it. So, and of course, uh, my bosses were also uh, like shocked, like, oh yeah, we didn't think of it this way, you right, know, and right. which is very, very good. You yeah. know? So eventually what happened is that uh, then Sheila is able to come up with a holistic approach mm. where the the effectiveness of training comes in, mm. you know. And, uh, okay, the whole experience that happened in my previous employment is like, of course, Sheila didn't have that opportunity to meet the employees directly to find out whether this were really their needs and mm. whether they found that this was the gap they were facing. Right. Yeah, right? So, uh, so we did have ad hoc training, you know. I think many uh, training managers out there would, would agree with me. You know, the bosses just, you know, barge into your office and go like, no, this is really urgent. We need to have a communication uh, okay. workshop because, you know, there's a lot of complaints coming in and all uh. stuff. So we, we did we did do run two workshops that uh, were very ad hoc. But uh, the beauty of what uh, Sheila did was uh, gain a lot of insight from the employees directly. Mm. Okay. And this insight was then combined together with the needs that we got from the directors themselves. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's it's not like as if it's a complete... So they can't come in saying, okay, we need communication skills. Mm. And then you came on to say that it was additional things that you need. So it wasn't a complete change to what they wanted. So you sort of uh, met the needs of everybody in a way. We met the communication needs. Yeah. And then during the process of the program itself, mm. a lot of other issues came out, mm. which we then um, sort of fed back to the training like department. What? Well, it was maybe um, well they needed coaching skills mm. people said we're not co the, we, the, our bosses don't communicate well with us mm. you know they don't know how to talk to us and they don't know how to motivate us to do work and things like that mm. and so then we realized that okay they need to be given some management and coaching skills so from there we propose a coaching program which was accepted mm. and we gave a lot of them um, coaching skills the managers and we gave them like six months to go a uh, uh, coaching infrastructure whereby each one of them had to was assigned a what we call a client for six months so once a month they would meet with that client from another department and transfer the skills and knowledge that we had given them to those clients mm. you know working with them and what happened after that was that you know we found that as a result of this overall, these managers who were the coaches began to sort of automatically start applying some of these coaching tools in their own departments. Right. Therefore, communication increased. We had cases of manager who, whose only way of communicating was shouting and screaming at mm -hmm. people. They stopped doing that. Mm. You know, they stopped doing that. And that was actually enough to motivate the people. You know, boss not shouting at me. So, hey, she's changed. So, right, I like working for her now, you know, like right. that. And then we had um, we had silos breaking down because there was interdepartmental coaching. So, I know someone in another department and right. the silos between departments broke down. And a lot of other things, yeah, Ramila? Yeah. 
speak up you know they communicate like she said because it has broken down all the silos they could discuss and share uh, process issues challenges they could brainstorm they could actually come up with creative solutions you know that that whole right. empowering uh, bit across the A- and it's great how long did it take though you know that whole transition Three to five years? No, no, about two to three years. Two to three years. Okay, two to three years. We started okay. seeing it at the end of the first year when we finished the first com- bunch of batch of communication. And that's and important because, you know, people always think it's going to happen overnight. It's mm. not going to happen overnight. No, mm. they actually went through a, pro- a, a transition because, you yeah, know, when, when, that's a transition. When, when you have a training program, they go like, oh, I have all these tools and they're like, yeah, I know what to do now. But it's like, after that, they go through the whole thing, uh, the whole thing takes a dip. It's like a, what, what do you call it, a sinusoidal yeah. wave, right? So, uh, initially, they're all excited that they have the tools and then after that they go like, oh, there's a lot to do. I need to change, you know, I got to do this, I got to do that. But then that's where uh, most companies don't come in with the right intervention and activities to follow through to boost up and to offer that support, right. you know. Mm. So uh, that's where the entire coaching infrastructure comes in and whatever tools that you've already learned, you're actually continuously transferring it to a coachee and it's actually uh, closely monitored by Sheila. Hmm. You know, uh, so so it's like any point of time the coach themselves uh, don't really know how to react or how to assist the coachy, they come back to Sheila. So okay. it's like, you know, you're going to and fro and you're continuously learning the skills and eventually it has become a habit. Right. And they were using it with their own team. So appraisals become easier, uh, giving new proposals becomes easier, getting the team to work together and come up with new ideas became easier. So, you know, everything started falling in place. Hmm. And some who were really demotivated and wanted to leave the company and say like, oh, I hate this job, I hate my boss shouting at me, they don't understand me, I don't understand them, you know. Everything started coming. They're still there, right? They're (laughs) still there and they're growing. In fact, uh, recently I heard they even got promoted. So the teams are growing, um, they're actually meeting business needs. Okay. And when you say you were coaching, were you coaching everybody or just senior management and and the key leaders? It was um, GMs and AGMs. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we eventually managed. To yeah, go we right went to down the manager. to okay. manager level. Right. Yeah. So we started with the highest level, the GMs and AGMs. Then we coached another mm. batch, and and then we f- we sort of like cascaded down some of the concepts to executives. No, because I strongly believe that very often it's like senior management decides, oh, we need this training and we need that training. Go and do, and we go in and do the training Mm. but then they themselves senior managers themselves they need to understand what the training was about so that they are aligned with the direction the training brings you know okay and i'm sure you've met organizations who are not open to this Mm. what's holding them back fear um i think it's just the feeling of you know senior management that uh, they know it all oh i know i know it I, I don't need the training it's the problem is with my people but very often well, with all due respect not yeah. all companies like that yeah. but we, very often the problem lies with them yeah and i'll tell you this frida i mean in terms of personal development it doesn't matter how old you are or how senior you are everyone can benefit by learning and being reminded of the things that you Mm. already know. I've had people who've come to my programs, very senior, very, um, with a great learning attitude, right? Yeah. I'm like, they're in their 50s and very senior in the organization and they say, you know, I still learned something new. Yeah. Or I knew all this. I forgot. I forgot and it's, you know, I've been reminded of this Mm. and I really believe that all sort of, if you're starting transformation in an organization, usually the idea for the transformation or what we want to do starts with the senior management. Right. 
we should start off by doing programs where they are very clear in what they want, where they want to go, and then go down to the lower levels and transfer that information and then prepare the people. Because obviously the senior management team, if they come mm. up with the ideas, they're already prepared for the change. But they need to be taught on how to actually translate all of this in um, you know, so that they can um, effect a change mm. in the mindset of the people to be able to buy in. Usually you come and say, oh, I want this, I got a three-year plan, profits have to go this way, we're expanding and all that. And people are like, huh? This has just been thrown at us and you know, nobody asked us, nobody had conversations with us. And that's what we do. We go and give senior management team the skills, the coaching skills, the strategic thinking skills to be able to manage this change at all levels. Mm. Because fundamentally, you have to understand that there will be no organizational transformation if your people's minds are not transformed and aligned with the change that you want to bring in. And that's actually what we specialize in. We actually work with people. We work with people, empowering people, motivating people, getting them to change their mindset, to embrace change, to, to drop the barrier of fear, and to just be open to change. Of course, sometimes some people might not embrace it right out, but right. they're open towards it. If they're not scared about it, that's half the battle won. While Sheila was actually running the program, I'm there observing their body language mm. and what they're gaining and all stuff. And I can tell you, it's it's an aha moment for them, yeah. especially when most of the tools, you know, when, when Sheila starts off the program, a lot of the tools, tools is about themselves. So they were actually finding themselves and then realising like, oh, these are my actual values, mm. you know, and, and then they map it back with their job and then yes. that continuously impacts their team, their department. and eventually It is really an aha moment. Yeah, it is. It is very much. And you see it over and over again. So, yes, transforming organisations by first transforming people. That's right. Thank you for being with uh, us today. Uh, the ladies, Sheila Singham from Human Equation, together with uh, Remila Sridharan, uh, Trading Solutions Consultant. This is Raising Game, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.